Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Ali. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, it is a, well, a much better Wednesday uh, day after the 4th of July here in Pittsburgh uh, after some rainy weather, uh, basically for, I don't know, three straight days. Uh, now it is really hot, and yeah. makes you think of training camp, Matt. Yeah, that's a good point. It does kind of feel like the uh, two-a-days with Joe Green and Chuck Knoll and you know, no air conditioning has that feel about it today. Sticky out there. I hope everyone had a swell fourth. Did you do anything excited, Dale? I went down and was on a boat on, at the point for like five hours watching fireworks. Had a good time. That sounds way more exciting with, than what I did. I watched the fireworks <laughs> here in Washington from my front, front yard. So that ain't bad. No, you know, watch some TV, did a little cookout, that kind of stuff. Nice. On my, my flat iron grill. I'm a little jealous. Very. Have nice. you got? You haven't gotten yours yet? No, I do not have it, but I definitely want one. Which comes from the owner's meeting, by the way. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) An evening with Dale and I in front of this wonderful fella grilling things up to no end. Was it a Weinberger? Is that what he called them? I believe it was. Was it Harvey's Weinberger? Max's Weinberger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In in Phoenix, Arizona, or I guess it would be Scottsdale area. Um, Tremendous place. Yeah, if you get a chance to go there, go there. Um, you walk in and not think it's anything great, and then you'll sit there and watch this guy grill, and you will want to grill like us. It's awesome. <laughs> well, speaking of awesome and, and things that uh, can be, well, that you want and can be better, yeah. I'm just th- having some thoughts about Deontay Johnson, Matt. Okay. So in, in four seasons now, Deontay Johnson has 340 catches. For 3,646 yards and 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. And yet people are talking about him like he stinks. I know. He's overpriced. Why'd you give him that money? Too many drops. What's he doing after the catch? Allergic to the end zone. You know, let's give the guy, take a step back and try to be a critical thinker and slightly impartial and watch this player, and I think you'll be impressed. Yeah, his uh, his reception total last year was actually, if you if you break it down in terms of where he was at in team history, you're look. It was it was a uh, what fifteen, um, yeah, fifteenth most receptions in team history. Really? Okay. Like the fifteenth, like fifteenth most receptions in team history. Would people feel better if those 20 touchdown catches he has in his four, first four seasons, if he had five touchdowns every year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say the exact same thing. That's funny. You know, like, that's not how touchdowns work. Receptions do work that way a lot more, but that's not how touchdowns work. You and I love fantasy football. I mean, it's great stuff. We talk about it on here a lot. It's also a great tool for what we do in the real world and NFL in general. But I do think there's this sweeping thing across the nation that Johnson is a worse player because he didn't score as many fantasy points as people wanted to, you know? I mean, I think it's bonkers. And the Steelers' passing game was a work in progress last year. I mean, I think that goes without saying. And even Ben's last season was unorthodox, is a way of putting it for the two, and very different between the two quarterbacks, one at the end of a great career, one hopefully at the beginning of a great career. But I think this year will be a lot more telling 
and allow Johnson to show the world and Steeler Nation the real value he has, which I think is immense. I agree. I, I you know, I'm just looking here at the first four seasons of Heinz Ward's career. Mm-hmm. Now, not saying that Johnson's the same player as Heinz Ward or anything of that no, nature. That's point, right? But 64 games, 218 catches, 15 touchdowns, 25, uh, 25, 59 in yardage total. Wow. Okay. I mean, Deontay Johnson, that's on 362 targets. Deontay Johnson has gotten 552 targets in his four seasons. That's, that's almost the most impressive number. Because the thing is, and and you got to remember his 2019 season, there was no Ben Roethlisberger for most of that. No, good point. Good point. I didn't even count about that one. You said 552 over four? Over four seasons, 552 targets. Targets, right. You demand targets. Targets are earned. I can't say that enough. Targets are earned. Quarterback doesn't throw you the ball if you're not open, (laughs) you know, unless it's the only chance you got. Yeah, the people, like, for example, the people complaining that, that George Pickens didn't get the ball enough last year. If you look at the coverage stats, Pickens wasn't open. No. On a lot of that time. Especially when you have a a rookie quarterback who's looking at that and expecting. I mean, he's coming out of college where opening college open is way different than NFL open. Yeah. With all respect to Pitt, I hope they go, uh, you know, undefeated for my entire lifetime. It's a lot easier to play against North Carolina and Virginia Tech in those defenses than it is the worst defense you'll see in the league in terms of what's open, windows, timing the bad mofos that are chasing at you. You know I mean? Like it's, it's much, much different. I'm glad you brought up Heinz Ward because I think I know this answer because the NFL has changed so much since the Swan and Stallworth years. I mean, those guys didn't get 552 targets in any four years stretch. They had 552 targets in their career, in their career. (laughs) But I bet I'm just a total hunch. And maybe you want to do the research if you're looking for something to write about or whatever. I bet this four-year stretch for Deontay is the second most four-productive stretch in Steeler wide receiver history, behind something Antonio Brown probably did. In ter- in ter- well, I mean, Ward had four years uh, starting in 2001 where he had four consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. And okay. then in, in 2005, he had 975. So, you know, and he okay. had he had 112. He had 94 catches in 2001, 112. 95, 80, and then 69. Okay. On fewer targets, I'm sure. And probably right. more. T- well, I'm, fewer targets, I don't know. He had 140. He went from 145 to 160 to 156. Now, he only had 108 in 2004. That was Roethlisberger's rookie year, if you remember. And then 114 in 2005. They weren't exactly throwing the ball a lot. That was, I mean, just off the top of my head, adding those up as you went, almost is exactly 552. Well, I can do the math here real quick. Yeah, I mean, it's like 300 over those first ones and then another 450 and about 100 after that. Yeah, so, again, the targets are earned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Deontay, the the people who are thinking that Deontay Johnson is a bum now, I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Now, could he be better? Absolutely. Every player out there could be better. That's actually over that five-year period. That's six hundred eighty-three targets. If we just break it down, yeah, we okay. if we break it into that's the, about I mean, the same average per year. Yeah, 
I mean, one twenty ish, one fifteen targets per year, something. So like that. yeah, for for Ward from two thousand one through two thousand four. Now remember too, he's now four years into the league. He's entering the window that Deontay Johnson is now in. Good point. He's not a rookie. I mean, th- this includes Johnson's rookie year as a sixty six pick in the draft. Yeah. He didn't come as Jamar Chase. It's going to get targets no matter what. You know, yeah. get you no matter what. Um, so this is years his his years twenty five through twenty eight, which again is right where Johnson's oh, at in the, in the middle of this. That's yeah, prime. Ward had five hundred sixty nine targets, three hundred eighty one catches, four thousand four hundred ninety nine yards, thirty touchdowns. So ten more touchdowns on about the same number of targets, but they're in the ballpark. I mean, maybe my point about Johnson's four year stretch might be third best in NFL or in Steeler history or fourth, you know, which brings us to this year. I want, I'm, I'll be very interested to see what happens with Johnson this year, mm-hmm. because if we, if we throw out his rookie year in 2019. Yeah. And start with this four. Three, start with, plus, yes. Plus, start plus, with plus, 2020 plus. through 2023, those four seasons. Can he match or get close to Heinz Ward's numbers? I think he can. I bet he exceeds them, but doesn't get the 30 touchdowns. The 30 touchdowns would be tough. He'd need to score, if you throw out that first year, he'd have to oh, score 15 this year. Right, right, he's not right. He's that. Yeah, over the last three seasons, he's got 460 targets, 281 catches, 2,966 yards, 15 touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. That's in, I mean, that's in 48 games. Yeah. So, again, that's that's within reach. The, the yards and, and, and targets are, are within reach. And, and maybe he doesn't get quite get there. He would need like about fourteen hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a different game than when you know the early two thousands. No doubt. I mean, teams throw the ball more and they do it better now than the Ward days. You know, so it, it's not apples to oranges, but it's Granny Smith's the juicy deliciouses or whatever. You know what I mean? It's right. not exactly the same, but it isn't all that far off. And we're comparing him to a great player. You know, like, we're not disparaging Heinz Ward in any way. Not, I mean, not one bit, no. You know what I mean? Comparing it to that guy, if I told you he could do what Heinz Ward did, every listener would be like, yep, check that box, sign me up. You know what I mean? Like, that's a win for anyone. Yeah, I mean, here's his – so thus far, in it, it over the last three years, here's his average season. His average season over the last three seasons. 93.7 catches, 988.7 yards, five touchdowns. Wow. Touchdowns aside, which I do think, well, I have mixed feelings about touchdowns. Like Andre Johnson and Julio Jones are two of the best receivers I've seen in the last 30 years. They both have low touchdown numbers. Are they bad at scoring touchdowns or getting you know targets from Matt Schaub and Fitzpatrick and things like that hurt your touchdown numbers or – did the whole world know that you're getting the ball on fades and are doubling you, or maybe you're not a great jump ball receiver and you're not a great touchdown producer or not going to score 50 yarders because you're not great after catch. whatever it is. I do think that touchdown numbers are very hitting hit or miss, but I certainly will concede that some guys are better at it than others. You know, without a doubt. I mean, George Pickens over the course of his career will score more touchdowns than Deontay Johnson. Certainly on a per game basis. Not know? going out on a limb there, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's you know, a bigger Jackson. wide receiver. Yep, 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 yep. But the other numbers that you just cited 
for Deontay over a three-year stretch, right? You didn't include his rookie year? Correct. Aren't far off Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, you know, the most prolific guys in the league. He's in that tier in terms of targets, receptions, et cetera. Here's another thing that the pro football reference does here. You can, it, it, when you, you can look at this on a per 17 game basis. Okay. So per 17 games, I'm going to give you numbers here first. Uh, this is the first guy. 151 targets, 101 catches, 1,195 yards, and eight touchdowns. Okay, player, number, was... player number two in a 17-game stretch, 163 targets, 100 catches, 1,050 yards, five touchdowns. Okay. Almost identical. I'd say very, very, very similar. One's Deontay, obviously. The second one was Deontay. The first one was Heinz Ward. Wow. Okay. Interesting. You know, I just cited Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, you know, Hall of Fame career pass that have a very strong body of work. With all respect to Ben, Kenny, and whoever, I'd rather get balls from those versions of Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen than rookie Kenny last year, Ben. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let like alone if, the you know the first you know four four games with you know with Mitch Trubisky where he's still yeah, learning, yeah. you know where you're supposed to you know where's where's Deontay going to be at? Yeah, because remember he missed camp last year too, a good portion of it. Right, 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 right. Now, I'm not suggest. I would rather have Diggs. I'd rather have Adams. I mean, I could give Correct. you 15 receivers yeah. that are better than him. But I can't give you 30, and I might not be able to give you 20. You know, like, I just hope our audience realizes that this guy is still is really good, <laughs> you know, is the bottom line. And that's the thing I, I, you know, I just wanted to, why I wanted to drive this point home, because you hear it time and again throughout this offseason. Oh, the Steelers should just trade Deontay Johnson. Oh, they're overpaying Deontay Johnson. Sure. No, they shouldn't, and no, they're not. Right. He's actually a pretty good bargain, in my opinion, when you look at production versus dollars spent. Um, and it's only going to get a, a better and better deal as more receiver deals hit the market, of course. There are some negatives. I mean, I don't know that he'll ever be a huge touchdown producer. Everyone's going to say, but, man, he dropped so many balls, Matt. Yeah, he has a lot of drops. A lot of them were two years ago over a one-month stretch where he had the yips. I mean, like, it was not a enjoyable watch there for a little stretch. It was two years ago or three years ago. I forget what it was, but it was three all years ago. four or five weeks. Three years ago, I'm sorry. Three years ago. Three, and, he, had, he had 13 drops that year. Far too many. The last yep, two seasons, were. the last two seasons, he has 12 combined drops. Really? And I think most of them were last year out of those 12. I he don't had, know. He had seven last year. That's okay. on 306 targets. So you drink, you drop one out every 30. Even less, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not too bad. I mean, it really isn't. Especially, especially the, where you when you consider where he catches the football. Especially in the Ben era. I mean, a lot of quick hitters, the ball comes out fast. He's catching the ball in traffic, slant, two seconds into the play. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. And I say this all the time, so I'm being redundant. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, high drop numbers because they're getting the ball quick with a linebacker in their face, and they're getting the ball often. Stefan Diggs led the league in drops this year. Does anybody care? No. <laughs> you know, Jamar, Jamar Chase was second. 
Rosie, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Mike Evans has had stretches, a lot of drops. Drops are the most overrated stats for all receivers. Sure, you want them to catch everything, but most don't, especially the ones that get the ball thrown to him a ton. Now, if he, if he had seven drops on 80 targets, we're having a different conversation. One out of 10 is a lot different than one out of 30. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I get it. I, I understand the frustration with him running backwards on, on some of those catches where he's trying mm-hmm. to, you know, he's giving ground. Receivers have been doing that forever. Yeah. I think and he got into the, and he has to get better at it. Yeah. And, and I think he has to know when to do it and when not to do it. That's the mm-hmm. thing. I, that I think is the thing that frustrated people so much last year where there were times when he had a first down and then gave ground on it. And there were a few times where he got trapped behind the, you know, behind the, the line to gain and they had the punt. Very frustrating. No doubt. So about I get it. it. I mean, That's 100%. That is frustrating. You sit there, you watch it, you go, you got to know the situation. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And but he's, he's, he's a home run hitter. He's looking for the home run. He's been in the league too long for those mistakes, but he also isn't in the Mac anymore as the best athlete on the field, returning punts or, you know, making a future accountant miss in the open field and then taking it to the house. Like he's schoolyarding it. But you and I have talked about this a lot too. History, well, I don't say history. If you've watched as much Deontay Johnson as you and me and many of our listeners, he's good with the ball in his hands. I don't think it's a weakness that he can't make people miss or accelerate or stop start or change directions after the catch or even as a punt returner that he's shown capable of. Yeah, he's the he's the one stealer since the 60s to lead the league in punt return average. He was an right. all-pro return guy in 2019. Yeah. yeah. He could but still be that guy if they if they chose to use him in that fashion, but they don't. But they don't. Now, this got better as the season went on, too. But a, a problem with the Steelers after the catch numbers is a lot of them are their shoulders are square to the line of scrimmage or they're coming back to the ball. They're not hitting them in stride over the middle on a dig and taking it to the house, you know? So some of it is schematics. Some of it is the quarterbacks. It's not all after the catch is also a quarterback and scheme number as much as it is a quarterback. Or, right. Or, is, where's he, where's he throwing you the ball? Is he hitting you in stride? Right, is, the, right, right. is the pass behind you a little bit and you have to adjust and then you get knocked right, down, right. knocked off your feet, all kinds of stuff. Right, 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 right. I mean, there's, I'm sure Montana had great yards after the catch numbers because of the scheme and his accuracy, Six six inches in front of the numbers, you know, and not that Johnson hasn't had good, accurate quarterbacks. These guys are fine, but I don't think he's been in optimal positions to excel after the catch. Doesn't excuse coming back behind the yard marker and trying to make the big play. That needs to stop. Right. So there are things that he could still work on. But again, he's 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 just finished year. Uh, you know, he's 26 years old, just finished that that season, four years in the league. Um, he's had basically four to five different quarterbacks now in those four seasons. Wow. Yeah. That's the other thing that people don't think about here. 2019, it was Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Yeah. 2020 and 2021, it was Roethlisberger. Not surprisingly in 20, in 2020 and 2021, you're looking at a guy that 195 catches for over over 2000 yards. Yeah. And it wasn't over 2,100 yards, actually. And it wasn't 28 year old Ben. Yeah. With 15 touchdown catches. Yeah. Yeah. He could score touchdowns. 
That's interesting that he had 15 in the two full Ben years. And then last year was last year, again, with two different quarterbacks playing. So, you know, again, I'm not completely saying, oh, you know, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. There are things he needs to work on. I kind of am saying he's fine. I I think he's he's fine as a player, but there are things that he still needs to work on as a player. He's not far from perfect. right? Right. But he is a great wide receiver. Yes, that's the that's the the point here that I think we're trying to drive home. I mean, it's it, and I'm, I'm looking it up real quick here too. It's easy to harp on that crazy number of zero touchdown receptions. I mean, it's an anomaly. It's strange, but nobody on the team had more than four. Pickens right. had four. Najee had three. Fryermuth had two, and three guys had one. Fryermuth <laughs> scored two touchdowns, and nobody's talking about what a bad season he had last That's year. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I think he's had a <laughs> tremendous season, you know. And boy, so if, De- if Deontay Johnson had had two touchdown catches, ask yourself this, listeners. If, if right. Deontay Johnson had 86 catches for 882 yards and two touchdowns, would you feel differently about his season? I think they would. I mean, that's such a glaring number. It's this huge red flag standing out at you, but it's going to change. History showed it before. If you only throw 12 touchdown passes in the whole season, one some guy's not going to have eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, if if things return to the mean this year, the Steelers have 20 plus. And I'm not even saying they're going to, they're not going to have 30. Let's say they have 22 touchdown passes this year, which I think everybody would kind of, okay, that would be a nice jump forward. Sure. It's clearly a jump forward. Deontay Johnson is going to score multiple touchdowns this year. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's many reasons for it, but the fact that they threw 12 touchdowns last year is more of a team problem than a Deontay problem. That to me is the bigger anomaly than Deontay Johnson not catching a touchdown pass. The fact that a team played a 17 game NFL season in today's day and age, and only had 12 touchdown passes. That to right. me is the, is the thing that really needs to change. That's what needs to change. I mean, we're we're looking at the symptoms, not the cause of the disease, right? And you know we know both I mean? think that's going to change. Oh yeah, I mean, rookie quarterbacks don't throw a lot of touchdowns, right? So, I just wanted to touch on that. I, I thought I thought it was interesting. It was just something I was looking oh, at is. today, and and uh, um, you know, again, I, you keep hearing on and off throughout this offseason. Steelers need to trade Deontay Johnson. They need to do this. They need to do that. No, they don't. Yeah. He's still so, their he's still their number one receiver. He is. And I think until otherwise until somebody else proves otherwise. And I bet both of us would put a lot of money down that he leads the team in targets per game. Maybe he doesn't play all 17. I'm not, you know, but I bet the games he's out there, he is the most targeted guy more often than not. And deservedly so. He's the guy mm-hmm. that he, he's the guy that gets open. He's the guy who beats man coverage, who beats zone coverage. He is, uh, again, those targets are earned. They're earned. So I reference him. His name's Matt Harmon, and he has a site called Reception Perception. It's a pay site, and all he does is look at receivers. So just to show that this isn't us being homers on Steeler Nation Radio, he time and time again talks about how Johnson's one of the most underrated players in the league. And his skill set, his route running, his ability versus man, multiple positions at the receiver position are near the top of the league. You know, like people that just do that for a living understand his value. 
Right. Yeah. I, I just think that, you know, I think Steeler fans need to take a step back and look at this big picture wise mm-hmm. from, you know, a thousand feet. Again, not saying he's a perfect player, not no. saying there aren't things that he doesn't need to get better at, but he's pretty good right now. And yeah, I'm not saying he's Devontae Adams or Stephon Diggs. No, really no. But they're also they're also not paying him like those guys. Right, 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 right. Good point. And that's the other, yeah, that's the other part of the equation. Like, okay, if he goes out and has Christian Kirk numbers this year, because everybody was comparing that contract to Christian Kirk, are people going to be happy if he scores? I don't know, seven touchdowns this year. Okay. Yeah, right, right. I mean, you take that number, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's right there in terms of everything else. Now it's just a matter of getting back in the end zone again, and I think people will realize, hey, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, I think that is the bottom line. And is getting he he has no business being in Steelers fans' doghouses whatsoever. And None. The fact that he is a little is bonkers, crazy to me. Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, well, we'll see where we go with that. We like to do our freeform jazz uh, radio shows here, um, Matt often has no idea where I'm going to take this thing. Sometimes I don't even know where we're going to go. It's kind of what makes it what it is. We're just two guys sitting here talking football, just like we would if we were sitting out at Sharky's later this month. Yeah, say at a local watering hole, perhaps. (laughs) We would do that. uh, But uh, we'll be back with more right after this.